Matthew chapter number 7, look with me in verse number 24. Matthew 7, 24, I love these verses. These are the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Matthew 7, 24 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a what? A what? A rock. Amen. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell what? Not. Amen. For it was founded upon a what? A rock. Verse 26, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which buildeth his house upon the, what's that? Sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at His doctrine. For He taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Let's pray and ask God to bless tonight. Lord, we love You. Thank You for the Spirit already tonight, Lord. Thank You for Your sweet presence in this church, Lord. I love these people. God, thank You for them. Lord, I pray for every marriage, Lord, that is under this roof tonight. Lord, I pray for that marriage to be strengthened. God, I pray for every parent-child relationship to be strengthened this week. God, I pray for every church membership, church family relationship to be strengthened this week. God, would you bless Brother Jimmy, Miss Teresa, God, as they lead this, this, uh, this flock, Lord. I pray that you would bless them and strengthen them. And Lord, thank you for what you're doing, Lord, in this little church in the middle of a bunch of tobacco fields. God, what a blessing it is to see you doing something great right here. We love you tonight. We thank you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, we're preaching on the home all week, Brother Bray. I believe the home is under attack, and I believe the home needs Jesus now more than it ever has before. Amen. The Sunday morning I preached on we all in. Listen, get all in with God. Whatever you're doing, listen, if you're all in with hunting and sports and all in, listen, ain't nothing wrong with that because I like all of it. But listen, I want you all in with Jesus. I want you to jump, jump in Brother Jimmy's lap. Amen. <laughs> And get all in in this thing. Don't Listen, don't get half in, half out. Listen, don't be half in, half out. It, somebody give her a nitroglycerin. Amen. Amen. But listen, I want you all in in this thing. I don't want you half in and half out. I don't want you in one week and out the next week. I want you completely in with the Lord Jesus Christ. That was Sunday morning. Amen. Last night, man, we talked about when, when God is in the house. Listen to me tonight. When God is in your house, we, we saw it in those verses. When God's in the house, there's peace. Amen. I like peace in the house. I knew when I said that to my wife today, I thought, oh, there goes all the peace in the house. Honey, I'm sorry. I had to, man, I had to grovel. I mean, she makes you grovel. I mean, it's, it's bad. Amen. But listen, I like peace. And when God is in your house, there is peace. But also when God is in your house, there's prosperity. Hey man, there is prosperity. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking of financial. I'm not talking of houses and cars and things. I'm talking about prosperity in your family. Yeah. Growing with the Lord and loving more than you've ever loved before. That's what I'm talking about. And then we said this. Not only is there, there peace, there's prosperity, but there's a promise. There's a promise. Yeah. Listen, when Obed-Edom had the Ark of the Covenant in his house, there was a promise. It went to everything that pertained to him. I'm thankful that when God's in the house, He blesses everything. Amen. He blesses everything. I wrote this down. I said, the home is one of the greatest things God ever instituted. 
And if you think about this, God instituted the home before He instituted the church, Brother Jimmy. You think about that. That's how important this thing is. And I can't express how important it is to have a, have a home that's living for God. To have a marriage that's living for God. To have children that are living for God. And I promise you this, none of us have perfect, perfect children. None of us have perfect marriages. But listen, when I was a kid, I used to love to build card houses. Do y'all ever do that? You'd take a deck of cards and you'd start building houses. You'd start building them higher and higher and higher. And you'd make them wider and wider and wider. Well, I want to preach on this thought tonight. A house of cards. Listen, tonight, if we're not careful, what we're building on this earth is a house of cards. Listen, if we're not the wise man, if we are the foolish man, we are building our, our houses with a house of cards. And here's the one thing that I noticed when I would build a house of cards. It all had to do with the foundation. It all had to do with the foundation. If I built it on the carpet and my mom walked through, it'd fall over. If I built it on, on some, uh, some wood like this right here, it was slick. I couldn't make them stand up because of the foundation wasn't right. But listen to me tonight. When you build your house on the right foundation, it will stand the trials and the tests and the tribulations of this world. I promise you that. Look at verse number 24 and let's see what Scripture says makes the difference about the house. Look at verse 24. Where, therefore, where, uh, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. See, it's not good enough just to hear it, is it? It's not good enough for you to just come here on Sunday morning, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and just hear the Word of God. Listen, we must be doers of the Word of God. Listen, we can't be hearers only. We must be doers of God's Word. He says, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. It takes some action. It takes some passion, some, some determination, some grit to do what God says. Amen. Verse 25, it says this. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, because, for it was founded upon a rock. I want you to look at the three things that, that come on this house. The rains descending, the floods came, and the winds blew. It had problems, but it did not fall because of the foundation on the rock. That's the thing. Verse 26, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be liking unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Here's what I want you to get you to see tonight. Understand this. Whether you build your house on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, or whether you build it on the sinking sand of this world, you're going to have problems. Amen. Amen. We have, if you're saved here tonight, we have the same problems that lost people out here have. Listen, we have the same issues that, that this world has. But what makes the difference is the foundation of Jesus Christ. That's what it is tonight. I want you to see that. Man, listen, I'm thankful. I want people, you know when you say something to your dog and your dog looks at you like that right there? turns its head and looks at you kind of weird. Listen, that's how I want people to look at me in this world as I go through problems and trials and heartaches. The same things that they're going through, I want them to go. How in the world do they do it? How do they keep walking with God? How do they keep having joy and peace in their life? Listen, it's only because of my foundation tonight. That's all it is. That's all it is. So let me give you three things about the house of cards. Number one, the house not built on Jesus will eventually fold. Amen. That word fold means to bring to an end. 
to bring to an end. When the rain and the floods and the wind came, that house could not stand on a sand foundation. And you know what we're seeing right now in America? We are seeing homes crumbling. Oh, you can't, you can't look outside from the outside and, and look at it. Man, if you look, if you look from the outside, you may think, man, they got, look, look at them. They, they don't live for the Lord. They don't do anything for God. But look at all that they have. Look at all the brick and mortar. Look at, look at that 5,000 square foot house, those two Lexus is sitting in the driveway. Look at all those things they got. That boat and that, that they, got, they got more deer hunting rifles than they could ever want. Man, I'd like to have one. Amen. Anyway, anyway. But listen, from the outside looking in, oh, it looks real good, Brother Bray. Say, man, look at, look at what they've got. Oh, but if we could step on the inside, if we could step on the inside of that house and look down. You videoing me, ain't you? My Lord, help me. But if you could get an aerial view of the house and what's going on, What's going on in this bedroom and what's going on in that bedroom? What's going, what fights happening here and how this marriage is getting ready to crumble and how this child's getting in an addiction and all the things that's going on in that house. Listen, you would say, that house is crumbling. It's about to fold. It's about to fold. That's what happens when you build on sand. It folds. It brings it to an end. When someone would walk by my cards of house, I've already said it, the wind would blow it over. Or the foundation wasn't strong enough to hold it. Listen, when, when the problems, the rains, the winds, and the floods come my way, I want to know that I'm on a solid foundation. When my little girl was first born, come here baby. When she was first born, I'd take her out on the, on the front porch and I'd rock her. And I'd tell this story all the time. One day I was looking at her little foot. It's grown a lot now. It's a lot littler then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at her little foot, Brother Jimmy, and I got so depressed. Brother Ray, this, this dark cloud come over me, and I thought, how in the world is this little girl going to make it in this world? All the problems and trials and heartaches and tragedies that she's going to go through, I thought, man, I got so depressed in my own mind, I thought, how in the world is she going to make it? And all of a sudden, it was like a sweet Holy Spirit come by me and went, blew that cloud away. And he spoke to my heart. He said, the same grace that has gotten you through all your trials and all your troubles and all your tribulations will be the same, same grace that will get this little girl through all her trials and her tribulations and her troubles. I'm so thankful tonight that she is going to have a solid foundation built on Jesus Christ. You know what I want? I want every one of you to have that tonight. I want every one of you to have that. Give me a kiss. Oh my. That never gets old right there. Hallelujah. But listen, if we build on sand, it's eventually going to fold. It's going to come to an end. Another, another definition of fold means to be defeated, as in a game of cards. You know what happens when, when somebody doesn't have a... I've already pre preached on poker this, this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Y'all going to think I do play. I don't, I promise. You know what happens when somebody has a, a hand of cards in their hand and it's no good? They fold. They fold, they throw it in because they're defeated and they know that. Can I tell you something tonight with Jesus Christ as your foundation? You are never defeated in this thing. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give in. So the house of cards will eventually fold. Number two, it will eventually also fumble. Amen. Amen. That word fumble means to mess up. Let me qualify this statement. We all mess up. Hallelujah. Every one of us mess up from time to time. My goodness. But I'm thankful for the grace of God in my life. 
I'm thankful that, listen, God not only forgives me my sins, 1 John 1, 9 tells me that, but He also forgives me my sins. Hebrews 10, 17 says, Thy sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Amen. Amen. But listen, when we build on sand, it will fumble. It'll fumble. When Jesus is our foundation, though, the house can stand even in the midst of our mistakes. I'm thankful when I make a mistake in my house. And I do it all the time. I married a perfect woman. She did not marry a perfect man. Amen. But I'm thankful when I make a mistake in my house. I can go to my family and I can go to my heavenly father. And they can forgive me of those mistakes that I've made. I preach a message that Jesus messes everything up. You know what he does too. Jesus will mess up everything. He'll mess up the devil's plans in your life. Amen. Amen. I'm talking in a good way. Listen, He will mess up your direction. You will be going along this way thinking everything's fine. You're making plenty of money. And all of a sudden, He'll turn you and point you in another direction. You know what else He messes up though? He messes up even death. I'm thankful that I'll never see the second death that the Bible talks about because my foundation is on Jesus Christ. Amen. Fumble also means as a football player, drops the ball. Drops the ball. You know, it can, when you drop the ball, it can give the other team possession of the ball. When you drop the ball, it can destroy the momentum that's going on in that team. And when you fumble the ball, it can also cost the team the win. Listen, as we're carrying this spiritual football of this game of life, don't you fumble it. Listen, you build your life on Jesus Christ. You run with all that you have. You give it everything that you have. Don't give Him, don't give him 99%. You give Him 150% and you run with everything that you are. Amen. My boys used to play Little League Baseball. Brother, it drives me crazy to see somebody hit, hit a, little, a little flub ball into, into infield right there and they do this all the way to first base and watch that ball. I told my boys, I said, boys, don't ever let me see you do that. I said, I don't care if you hit it two foot in front of, of, the, of the catcher. I said, you run with everything that you have. And you run to first base. You don't watch the ball. You run to first base because that's what's going to put pressure on the other team. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I said, listen, don't, don't fumble this thing. Mamas and daddies, husbands and wives, don't fumble this thing. You build your foundation on Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I want my kids and my grandkids to thrive in this world you know what Jesus said in John 10 10 he said he he not only gives life but he gives life more abundantly I want everyone in this building tonight to have abundant life not just life not just existing not just going through the through the motions I want you to have abundant life that's what I want you to have may we always build our house upon the solid rock of Jesus may we always keep our momentum up for Jesus and may we never fumble in such a way that others may lose. Understand this. You fumble this spiritual ball and somebody may very well lose their, their own soul. I never want my kids. I heard a preacher say one time he had eight kids. And one of his sons, he was concerned that they were lost. And he told his son, he pastored a church, a large church, he said, son... What good is it? What good is it if I lead all these people to the Lord and my own son dies and goes to hell? God, help us as parents to lead our children in the right way with the foundation of Jesus Christ. That's what I want to do in my life. Not only does a house of cards fold, 
Not only does a house of cards fumble, but number three, the house of cards built on sand also fades away. It'll fade away. Verse 27, look what it says. And the rain descending and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Remember Job, when he got that mess, that messenger came to him and he said, all ten of your children are dead. You know why? Because a house fell on them. Now as heartbreaking as that must have been for a physical life to be taken, understand this. If our spiritual houses are built on this sinking sand, understand this, our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, even our great-great-great-grandchildren might not come to know Christ because of our sinking sand that we're building on this earth. I'm afraid there's a great spiritual fall, Brother Bray. And I'm afraid we don't have many wise men, wise women in this world anymore. I'm not calling them dumb. I'm not calling them stupid. I'm not calling them anything. I'm just calling them unwise. Because I want you to understand something tonight. It's going to take the wisdom of the Lord Jesus Christ to build a house on a solid rock. People think money will solve all their issues. It usually creates more. People think just, if I could just have a bigger house, or if I could just have this newer car, if I could just have the things of this world, that, that, that'll, that'll make me happy. It'll satisfy me. But I promise you this, you go back and study the people who have won the lottery. They're miserable. They're poor. They're wretched. And many of them take their own lives because that money just brings more problems. I sang it last night, but I'd rather have Jesus than anything I know. Than to be the king of a vast domain or be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords. Today, mamas and daddy, this is a big deal. You know when you teach your kids how to do something in the house and they don't really want to do it. You try to teach them to sweep. Listen, sweeping's not hard. It's not hard. But you say, listen, you start in the corners and sweep it out and get it all in the middle. And then they take that broom and they go, ugh. Uh, uh, uh. And then, listen, they might not say it, but they look at you and they go, what's the big deal? Can I tell you something tonight? The world is looking at us like, what's the big deal? What is the big deal? Can I tell you something tonight? God's Word is a big deal tonight. God's Word is a big deal. We wouldn't even know how to be saved, Brother Jimmy, if we didn't have God's Word. Amen. You need it and I need it in my life. This morning I got up and I was praying. I was laughing before we went to bed last night. I, I was thinking about what I told y'all about Dee snoring and all that stuff. I was getting ready to go to bed and she was already asleep. She went, <laughs> I, about die, I about died laughing, I'm telling you right now. Sorry, honey, I love you. Listen, I got up this morning, it was quiet. 
I got up this morning and I started praying. Got up this morning and I started reading my Bible. Because it's a big deal. God's word's a big deal. God is a big deal. Young people, in a world that wants you to think that God is not real, He does not even exist, I promise you on the authority of God's Word, He's a big deal. And He's real tonight. Then you know what else is a big deal? Your footprint is a big deal. Whether you've got a size 9 or a size 16, your footprint's a big deal. You know why? Because all these young people right here are watching your footprint. My little girl, she'll get my shoes out. And she'll stick them little big feet in there and she'll walk through the house like this. Just like that. You know what? She's watching my footprints, Brother Price. I want you to understand something tonight. Your footprint's a big deal. Young people, your footprint's a big deal at school. Somebody's watching you. Somebody wants to, wants to see something real in you. Make a difference in this world. You don't have to go with the things of this world. You don't have to go with the flow of everything else. Swim upstream like a salmon. Amen. You know why a salmon swims upstream? It's because there's life upstream. That's why. Listen, we swim upstream in this world because we know there's life in Jesus Christ. God help us not to fold. God help us not to fade away. God help us not to fumble this thing that God has given us just for a short time.